0: you
1: doing (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) yeah i um well first off um i have to say this well let me ask you uh i think i know the answer but don't you just love this type of this time of year and this this weather pattern that we're in right now where we have sunshine the morning half of the day and then we have rolling afternoon thunderstorms later in the afternoon Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it.
1: I love it too. Um, Having a new lawn put in.
0: Oh, did you get that done?
1: Yeah. Well, a few weeks ago. But I get frustrated in that I can look north, south, east, west, northwest, northeast, southeast, southwest, and see lightning and thunderclouds everywhere, but it doesn't rain on my front lawn (laughs) so it's crazy
0: you know you mentioned that before a few weeks ago is it still doing that
1: yes yes it is and I take and I take well once in a while I'll get some rain but I take screenshots of my radar showing this and I send them to my mom because she just laughs out loud at it it's just funny uh I got I got enough today to dirty my car (laughs) that's funny but I still have to. I still have to run my sprinklers, and I see all these thunderheads everywhere, and all this lightning. I hear the lightning. <laughs> I mean, I hear the thunder, and I just don't see it.
0: That's. Uh, I'm going to have to start uh, paying attention when I look at the radar, because we're not that far away, no. which is why it's so crazy to me. No. Well, uh, when just, I
1: drove away today, mm-hmm. uh, just down to the main street, it was raining. And I came back and, you know, it doesn't look like it rained here at all.
0: That's insane. Yeah,
1: that's Florida. That's you, know what,
0: you know what else is funny? As you said, it was just enough to dirty your car um, where, you know, I have several neighbors around me, you know, I'm on a golf course. So a lot of my neighbors are, you know, older, older in age. Um, I don't know if that makes a difference, but uh, these several neighbors are uh, in that age bracket and they all... Uh, Pull their cars out from underneath. They do to wash it. it So the rain washes their cars. (laughs) That's funny. And a lot of uh, my one neighbor, Carol, she gets all mad when we when we're like you when when thunderstorms roll by and she moves her car, but they miss us. Yeah. and we don't get the rain, she, she gets so aggravated. You know, I see her moving her car back and she's yeah. shaking her head, you yeah. know?
1: <laughs> well, my son told me that I wasn't doing my rain dance well enough. And in in years past, what I would do is put all my shoes outside. Certainly, if I put all my shoes outside, it would rain. But, um, it, but I quit doing that. And instead, I put the convertible top down.
2: Ooh yeah, yeah. That, that
1: worked once <laughs> yeah and, my, and then when it started to rain I went out there and my neighbor called out to me I just saw you put it down I was wondering what you were doing and I said "Oh well that was my rain dance I wanted to make sure it rained today <laughs>
0: yeah but but it, it, that probably would work a lot too but you and, and again something like that only works if it's something that actually you don't want to happen happens and you don't want it to rain in your car yeah. right right yeah. It's, and that's if you reason. put, you got to put good shoes out, you can put old shoes out. They don't care about. Cause that doesn't, right. that doesn't no, count. It's gotta be something you right. really don't want to that's happen. Right. right. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's also interesting that you said uh, in, uh, rain dance because every time for some reason in my head, I don't know the connection I'm trying to make it. Whenever you talk about the rain missing you, I keep thinking, Indian sacred Indian ground or something why I don't know why that comes in but you say rain dance and I also think Indian rain dance
1: well you know Indian bluffs over here is a sacred Indian place
0: Mm. and a lot of Florida um, as well yeah yeah Uh, oh well you say it's a sacred Indian place what do you mean by that well
1: I, I I I don't know I think that I misspoke um but Indian well Indian bluffs down here there's another one up here that was has another story to it It is unrelated to the Indians, but um, Hmm. so I'll I'll just. So
0: maybe instead of sacred, historical, there's historic, there's history. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know there is
1: a reason why um, serious hurricanes miss us. And um, that story lies in the fact that in our area up here, Uh, our the gulf waters get deep quicker than they do just south of us
2: Mm.
1: and the way i understand it um when hurricanes start forming and start coming up into the gulf of mexico if they're anywhere near the coast our coast uh they get sucked in Um, South of us, south of Sarasota, because it's much shallower there. So the waters are much warmer Mm -hmm. and it brings it in. So, and then if they're going, if they're not real close to it as they approach, then they tend to miss us going north because it cools the water off a little bit because our waters are deeper here before it hits north of us. That's what I heard. I don't know if there's truth to that, but I mean, there's been some significant in Port Charlotte, some significant, um, hurricanes and, and we've had an abundance of hurricanes around here, but in, knock on wood, yeah, serious and significant. So, you know,
0: I, I mean, I, I've always kind of said it, uh, you know, cause I grew up here, um, it's like, oh well, hurricanes coming out Florida from whatever which direction. I says, well, we're fine here. We're in the Tampa Bay area. We're, we're yeah, protect- that's the reason
1: I heard. That's right. Yeah, that's what I yeah. heard. And you know, it's even funny because um, in two thousand seventeen, when that humongous Irma um was coming, and it was covering, uh, it looked like it was going to start to go up the coast, and it was covering all of Florida, um that did also got sucked into port Charlotte area and crossed. So we got the backside of that one. And, um, that one actually, it was so huge that it sucked the water out of Tampa Bay. Mm. You go, you cross uh Courtney Campbell or Howard yes. Franklin and it yes. was dry. Yeah. is Not that wild.
0: It's very wild. You know, what else is wild about that Bay? And I learned this, the very, very hard way is that you can drive across those bridges and you're driving across this gorgeous bay of water and you wouldn't know that it's not deep at all, that it's right. very, very shallow. Right. And I learned that one day, thank goodness, I didn't seriously injure myself. I dove off a boat Oh, geez. into it uh and dove and threw my hands back diving straight down into the water as oh, if i was no. going to go real deep and my head hit the bottom
1: murky though
0: hard and twisted oh. my neck
1: oh god yeah
0: yeah. It's very murky. You can't see anything. Right. But I, I swear. And then when I got down and it, it was the, the um, uh, you know, the tide was out. So obviously it's oh, very, very shallow yeah. I mean, people. You'll see people standing way, way far out and yeah. fishing too. Yeah, well, it's right. like that. Uh, most, most of that bay. Well, this time, um, my buddies on the boat didn't believe me and I could jump. I could go down to the bottom and jump. I was almost tall enough to stick my hand out of the water, touching the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's how shallow it was. And I dove Head first into mm, it.
2: Mm, mm.
0: That's a you can break your neck. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: that happened.
0: I, I was very, very uh I was sore that day, but that actually that was it's one of those things where I I kind of grew up really fast. I was like,
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: I sat there and
0: they're all drinking their beers and having fun. And I'm sitting there with a sore neck, I'm like, yeah. dude, that was yeah. dumb. Yeah. I, I will never jump into a body of water that I don't know you know what I mean right. was, well you
1: yeah. know it's funny because um and when I was in Hawaii there was a, a water hole and there was a big rope from a tree and it went way down there I, I I don't know how far down there and I thought oh I would love to do that but I don't know how that deep it is I'm not going to jump in there then yes. I saw these kids come and they were all doing it and I said well if it's deep enough for them it's deep enough for me <laughs> so I did that <laughs> yeah. and it was still scary
2: sure yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I
1: couldn't touch the bottom. So it was a big hole and it was way down there. So, and then you worry about, you know, holding your breath long enough by the time you come to the top and then yeah. climbing out of it. Yeah, that was fun.
0: Yeah. A lot of, uh, at least I'm thinking right now. I mean, a lot of uh, just things that happened growing up around me when I was a kid, uh, watering holes and any type of water situations where kids go play in water, we lose a lot of children that day. Yeah. I mean, that way, not that day, we lose a lot of yeah. children that way, a lot of right. kids drowned, there's accidents, you know, stuff like yeah. that. And
1: the gravel pits were, you know, up north where I came from, there were a bunch of gravel pits. And that's what they would do. You know, they dig, dig for gravel, and then they, they'd end up with the water holes. Yeah, my dad, was, my dad was telling me a story about a bunch of kids dying in those uh, pits.
0: Wow. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask and I didn't what kind of water hole you were talking about. Now I, I kind of got a picture. Well, that the water hole,
1: the water hole in Hawaii wasn't like that. The water hole in Hawaii was just natural uh-huh. because it was surrounded by the mountains and, and it just dove down there. And, wow. and there was a waterfall waterfalls right next to it. Yeah. That so was just, it, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, It was, I have no idea. It was in a mountain and right on the other side, there was more waterfalls. So it still went way, way down. How beautiful. Oh,
0: that's it has to be right. It's Hawaii. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that sounds so, so awesome. Well, you
1: know, it, that was, uh, that was fearful. And I, you know, I thought and I was in my fifties when I, I was going to
0: say, so then you weren't really a kid at this point. No, you were an adult. I was okay, like, I
1: was like, I, was, I think I was 54, 55. And, um, Still a kid, so, right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a kid. <laughs> anyways, uh, but you know that. By the way, that's what my name means. Julie. Julie means a uh, youthful spirit. So, that's anyways, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So after I did that, and uh, we we went further hiking. There was another uh, cliff and to go down into another valley where I was told that too many people get stranded down there and can't make it back up. So I was advised not to do that. So I didn't. Uh, But then when we were hiking in the other direction, I um, slipped on some stones in a, in a waterfall like thing. And I started sliding down this waterfall heading for that same thing that I did dive in, but that was pretty scary. I was, I managed to, uh, you know, uh, hang out get my foot wedged and hang on to a root so i didn't slide all the way into it again but felt like uh i felt like like a movie like the tombstone or something you know they're falling down through there that was that was so fun (laughs) yes but it was so fun it was beautiful
0: yeah there's a there's a power there's a powerful line there between fear and fun yeah you know that's why they made roller coasters
1: they just shut down another one today (laughs) you know oh is that right
0: yeah Uh, i
1: remember thinking at the time everybody's got to die sometime and this would be Mm. one awesome way to die yeah (laughs) so i wasn't afraid
0: you know I don't know. Uh, I'm chopping this up, but I just heard somewhere recently about, I don't know if this is, uh, a, there's certain people, and I think it related to, I was reading something about rock climbers, right? Cause that fascinate free rock climbers, like the people that climb with no ropes and no protection. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 So free climbing. Yeah. These guys are amazing and live right on that line. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Crazy. But um, a lot of them uh, live by this. It's not a motto. It's not a religion. It's this type of, it's, and this is going to sound crazy. And I'll definitely would love to hear what you think about this. Um, and again, I'm not saying it exactly how I read it. Cause I can't remember exactly, but basically along the lines of they feel that their, their time and day of death is already predetermined. Wow. So, they can take as many risks as they want because their death is already predetermined. So they have no fear of death. Hmm. So they isn't interesting. Right. I honestly never heard anything like that.
1: Yeah. I've heard people say that before, but I I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that predetermined destiny stuff myself.
0: Right. With them, it's just just chaotic and random. Yeah. Right. Yeah but it but the, where i came from it was it, i try to you know me i'm trying to i try to put myself from their perspective and yeah. think in their mind and i'm yeah. like well if i believe that if i had a solid belief that my death is already predetermined then that would give me the ability to do things and have no fear of death yeah. because right. I'm not yeah. going to die until that moment. Yeah,
1: So that might be a cool thing to train yourself to believe, right?
0: Uh, that's where I kind of was kind of yeah. thinking. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it, it was very interesting. Yeah. Anything that, when I hear a new idea or a new, you know, and that's, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's, that really it's worth makes, exploring. Yeah. Right. But again, this was in um, something I was reading specifically about these, uh, very, um, high, highly skilled athletes and famous, uh, uh, rock climbers that yeah. do it without the ropes the people with the ropes like i've even you know it's like climbing a rock wall in one of those gyms or something yeah. if you fall you know you got the little rope it catches you right which from what i understand even if you're climbing a rock face or the side of a mountain things can go wrong even with that safety equipment yeah, sure. obviously yeah. right um but still to have that safety net it's um it's it's almost a little comforting, comforting. Yeah. where from the eyes of those people that free climb They say it's restricting. You know, it's they're all looking at it from the completely other end of the spectrum. Interesting. They're like, no, you're taking away from what the freedom, like the freedom that I get from climbing this rock face. If I was tethered,
2: yeah.
0: So interesting. Yeah. Again, those perspectives from yeah. other people's minds, yeah. and like we both said it when we started, yeah. crazy what they do, right? Yeah. But the to them not crazy at all. Yeah. To them, like living life,
1: exhilarating. Yeah. Well, exhilarating.
0: That yeah. fear of what you when you slid. Yeah. That's. I remember yeah. uh, moments of fear. Uh, in times of my life, adult yeah. and as and a kid, where I'm laughing and I'm holding on to this guy on the back yeah. of a motorcycle, and I'm like, "Oh, you!" And I'm thinking I'm gonna die, yeah. and but but still, at, yeah. at, 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 you know, it's weird, scared yeah. and fun. Like again, yeah. the reason they build roller coasters and bungee jumping and all this. What
1: roller coaster of- did they close?
0: Uh, some six another uh, uh Six Flags. Which one? Were one we're six. At? Uh, I don't know. I just you know caught whatever? the news story uh, um, because
1: I love roller coasters. I've been to a bunch of them all over the country, so I just yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I heard uh, one of our uh, the weather guy that I watch on the news uh, the news station in the morning. Um, I like him a lot. He's great. He has some good stories, but um, they were talking about the roller coasters and and he said something. And I kind of thought about it. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if I'm along the same lines as him, where he loved them. And then at some point in his late thirties, early forties, all of a sudden, he was—that was it. And now he's—he's the bag—he's the bag holder for the kids. Oh, is that right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I still like my my dad just hit that point when he was eighty-five.
0: That's a solid age to to make that decision. I think. Yeah. He
1: went on and he said, "I don't think I'm doing this anymore."
0: Yeah. uh... I don't, I don't know. I, again, I love them. You know what it was at first? uh, It was, uh, well, I was advised not to, obviously, because I have new hardware in my body, a bunch of bones fused together, right? right, All the jerking around. That's
1: a different
3: issue, right?
0: (laughs) But at the same time, it's almost along the lines with anything with self-preservation with me, the more of these horrific stories I hear, yeah. of accidents happening i don't uh, yeah but you
1: still drive a car even I after know. everything so you, you're, you're right I know.
0: you're right you're totally right that's a good point hey before we uh, get started i wanted to tell you uh i want to bring up a couple of things and i wanted to tell you something uh-huh. uh i did finish uh last week i finished my oh there's one of your kitties yeah. hi there
1: he needs to get down, but I didn't want to get up and away from him. Oh,
0: nice butt shot there. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just okay. let me know what he thinks of our show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted to be
1: involved.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, which one Do is you that? Want-
1: That's PV the cutie pie.
0: <laughs> PV the cutie pie. <laughs> um, I think he was the one that was up there last time. Uh we were talking about the stripes.
1: Yeah, he's the mischievous one. No, he's not the one with the stripes. The black ones are the stripes, the girlies, the twins, and then him. But anyways, you were saying that you did what?
0: Uh I just uh I finished my my book on Alan Turing and I just wanted to let you know. Spoiler alert, he committed suicide.
1: Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sorry. i feel so bad i didn't realize that you were just actively reading it
0: no 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 it was funny i got a good kick i wanted to read it to get to that point to be honest and uh of course i'm reading this story and i'm kind of giggling at it just because of our <laughs> our yeah. little interaction about it but yeah uh, but mm. anyway it, interesting it was interesting nonetheless book. yeah 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 for sure what a what a what a um Mind what a great mind and a tragic life in a lot of yeah. ways the guy was uh you know being I guess you could born in the wrong time period you know yeah. uh you know yeah. having to who, suppress knows, man. who you are who knows yeah
1: well there's still people that do that I mean if not yeah there's it's, it's it's I don't know if it's any different now I mean maybe you don't maybe it's a little different but not I don't know
0: eh. So real quick, uh, I was going to start off with that, but we didn't. But I was wondering, what has been the highlight of your day today? If you could pick one thing, has there been something that has been the highlight of your day so far since the day isn't over
1: yet? Oh, gosh, I want to tell you. The highlight of my day was also the worst point, which very frequently happens. And that was I had to tell a customer, a past customer of mine, and I liked him a lot, that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to help him anymore.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I made a couple offers on him for, and he wanted he was making real low ball offers because of the world we're in. And I keep telling him it ain't going to work. Don't do it. And he's wasting my time. And I told him, I'm sorry. I have to watch what I do in every moment now. And I don't want to spend any more time making low ball offers that I know aren't going to uh, work. Yeah. So I'm not working with you anymore. You know, so I felt really bad. In a sense, but I felt very much relieved. I have now made boundaries and he crossed it. And I tried to hint to him and I tried to tell him this isn't going to work and blah, blah, blah. And he wouldn't, he agreed with me the last two times that I was right. He should listen to me. But yet he brought, he had another one that he told me is way overpriced and that there's no way he was going to uh, pay anywhere near that wanted me to um take them to see it and i said sorry
0: I'm oh yeah back. yeah good for you yeah Oof. so that's
1: why i said it's the best thing because now i got my time back and it's the worst thing because i you know sure you probably, probably won't like me anymore but that's okay
2: yeah
0: even on, yeah.
1: further i didn't want to refer them to any of my agents because i didn't want to waste their time
0: awesome yeah, awesome.
1: I just said, I said, call the, agent, call the listing agent. Waste his time.
0: Hey, you know, it's a reoccurring theme and I expect it will continue to be always. And as long as I know you and we know each other and we talk and that's the importance of our time Yeah, and the people that we work with or and the people that we know and spend uh, any type of uh, energy on.
1: Right, right. You know,
0: in with business empires. or personal. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's amazing. What a great highlight and uh i'm glad i asked that's cool um and finally i wanted to ask you this um when you mention when we talk about um you know databases and uh you know our, our sphere gold mines things of that nature And you've mentioned it a lot when we have talked personally and a few times when we've talked here on the show about um, you still and preferring and uh, having a preference to keeping things in physical books, your Mm -hmm. physical notes, your physical uh, contacts, your physical, everything physical. And um, for the sake of this, uh, uh, this forum now, I wanted to ask what does, because when I think about that, Um, I picture all kinds of different ideas and how they may look and how you structure. And I'm pretty organized and I like physicality too. So I'm trying to even possibly maybe incorporate some of your, uh, wisdom and how you do things into, into how I do things. But with that said, um, just keeping it simple. So, you know, these days we've got CRMs and contact management and all these things, when it comes to your physical books, what are, what are you, could you explain those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: funny that you should say that because I did have a meeting with an agent today, um, talking about next year's plans and goals, and uh, and uh, that topic came up, and I he asked me to describe it to him. So I already did this once today, which is interesting. Um, so I have just a regular, it's a small, a small bound book, and uh, it, it was a legal pad type before. Um, but I didn't like flipping it that direction. I like flipping it in the other direction. So day by day, um, I take a page and sometimes there's several pages to a day, depending on the notes that I take, depending on the phone calls that I take. And I date them and time them. And when I'm on the phone with somebody, I doodle on it. I doodle Our conversation, where they're calling from, if they have kids, I just anything about that call, what they're calling about, where they're living now, everything about I doodle on that page. And uh, you know, and then I'll book an appointment or not, depending. Um, but anyways, the next the next page. I turn that over. Uh, and then any thoughts that I have. Um, any anything I just anything that I brain dump, I just put on that page and then the phone will ring again or I'll make another phone call and I'll turn the page and I'll, 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 you know, date it, time it and have that next page. So essentially, um, it's chronological. And when I'm done with that book, I keep it aside and I get a new one, but in the mornings, um, when I'm, you know, you always at night, you always have your list of things to do. You always have your list of things to do. And then at the end of the day, um, I never come close to finishing my list of things to do and I carry it over Mm. and um, some of them get lost, but even the list of things to do, I put in that. So in the morning, when I'm starting my day, I'm filling my brain, I I just thumb through it. And uh, it it reminds me of the new calls that I made. And if I go back from the old ones, you know, especially if I'm digging up uh, old customers or old clients, now, and I was saying that, you know, in order for somebody to be high priority for you, they have to be ready, willing and able.
2: Mm.
1: And when I'm first talking to somebody and they're not ready, willing and able, I don't just ignore them and disregard them forever. I, I advise them and direct them and, and say, well, you, know, you do that and I'll touch base. And if, depending on how ready, willing, and able, I'll just let them go for a while. And then if I wanna you know, shake the trees and stir up business again, then I'll go way back and I'll look at, oh, I wonder, I wonder what this person's doing. You know, six or eight or nine months could pass, but that's nothing for these people who aren't ready, willing, and able. Six or eight or nine months or a year later, they might finally be ready, willing, and able. So I'll call them then. And and kick around and stir up business, but uh, but that's the way because if I keep it if I kept it digitally, nine months ago I'll never see that person again. That will never be in my face again. Yeah. And um, so this way um it is, and then not only that, when I go way back, and I look at that page, I can actually remember talking to this person and the conversation yeah. because of the notes and the doodling I have on it. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. you know, my brain, I, I don't remember five minutes ago. Yeah. So, but that will trigger that. So it's just for a way. And then when I do call them back and say, you know, you probably don't remember me. I talked to you about eight or nine months ago, but I remember you, I remember our conversation and you weren't near ready or at the time. And I was just wondering how your life's gone. And if you, have if you're closer to buying a house now, so and it just kicks up a new conversation so essentially um that's what my books are to me it's it it, they just trigger my brain they're done in chronological i don't have to you know i when i do go buy them though i take my to-do list and things that i think about and i advance it and and that's not the only one i do have a working book of the day so i have that one that i keep that in but uh, on this, you know, it's, it's not the only one I have another one that I have, it works and I throw, throw those pages away. So, and even in those books, I throw my to-do pages or my thought pages away once I transfer them. Okay.
0: But, so, so, I, so that's, uh, I, I think that kind of answers, uh, my thought was, um, do you keep these specific, uh, chronological by day or by specific, uh, contact, or no, do you have two separate ones?
1: Oh yeah. Well, so though I keep those books, you know, forever. As a matter of fact, it's funny because I told you I was digging out all my old stuff, and I have my old books sitting right there. Right. Um, I was going to go peer through them and see. And a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of it is lender calls, lender programs of the day. You know, some of the some quote or some thought thing that I read or some thought that I had that I put down you know, or, but my active running things that I got to get done today or this week or, or, or pressing issues, I keep there, but I also put on my, another notebook that I do, you know, cross out, throw away and don't keep.
0: Um, are these, uh, are these three ring, three ring binders versus, is that what you mean? No, they're
1: little or not little, little or notepads They're you know, those, um,
0: I guess explain this to me. So if you talk to someone uh and uh and you you were kind of talking about, you know, putting them in your priority ladder, right? They're you know, they're not high priority, they're you know Touch base with them down the road, right? Yeah. So you realize my that
1: priority, and it's an, and I, I put them in a different a different running book.
0: In a different right. running book, okay. So right. that's I'm, I'm perfect. So explain that. So you've taken your notes, um, and then say if it's where does it go? Do you transfer that into a a, a, a book? Is it organized um, by you know alphabetically? I, I no. picture is it like no. a, a, Do you have a file cabinet? Like no. how?
1: No. Those are those if they get to my other book, those are working daily books. I mean, I mean, okay. that's a daily page. Uh-huh. I'm talking to these guys regularly. I'm sending appointments and they get moved to the next page and the next page and the next page. There are other old data is in my old book. Mm-hmm. And that well, and then p- plus, of course, I have I have them on digital. They're in my I'm, I'm talking to them digi- in my phone and, right. and my emails and right. my, on my calendar there. But on my day to day um, things I got to get done today. I, I still have that on regular scratch pencil because I just, it's easier to visualize for me than going, I'm on my phone and at mm-hmm. my computer or my tablet all the time. I hate it. So if I can take my eyes off of it and look at pencil and paper yeah. and, um, you know, scratch around with it and, and things like that, that just makes it feels better to me and uh crossing it off and moving it to the next page and and i i tell you what do i love ripping a page out of that book and throwing it out that has such great satisfaction to me for some reason i just love doing that yeah and then and then adding things to it and seeing that and then once i see things that i keep moving and moving and moving and moving i think and you know what i really am I, i am really uh uh staying away from doing this i really must not want to do it so i better do it first thing tomorrow morning so i can get it off this list once and for all so all right. i have those kind of mind things that i play with myself so do you ever thinking-
0: do you ever go back and and rewrite uh some doodles or some notes uh after the fact like you go back and look at it later that afternoon and, and kind of, you know, maybe you were writing so fast that maybe you don't understand it. So you kind of uh, create a new page and clean it up, or did you just leave it how it was?
1: No, because when I leave it, how it was, that totally remembers. I told that's what you call mind mapping. Well,
0: Yeah. And and that brings me to what we should talk about that too. But, um, uh, note-taking, uh, I told you before about, uh, you know, shorthand and taking notes. And so, And rewriting
1: your notes, that's a different thing. That's not if you want to memorize things and different learning techniques. And that's it for a different, totally different uh, skill set. Right, but
0: also, uh, and I guess I'm kind of pointing out one of my, uh, I'm exposing uh, one of my uh, traits and something I need to work on here um, personally is um, taking uh, my doodles. I do the same thing, everything, but sometimes uh, I need to be more cognizant of of wh- how I'm writing things and not just have it all over the place and 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 kind of do it so I know when I look at it later <laughs> it has a little bit more structure to it right cuz sometimes I I'll get off the phone and I'm like okay I understand this but sometimes I'll immediately write it fresh so I know when I look at it oh. in three hours, I'll understand it. And that's me. Yeah. And I can fix it real easy. I'm just being very nonchalant. I think I went,
1: I think I went through that process too. Uh, because and I that's... never used to date and time it.
0: Right.
1: I date and time it now. Yeah. I always put the time on it and the date on it. And I never used to do that.
0: Yeah. I, so there, And that's hugely important. In fact, I started doing that again Because you said that you do it. And it reminded me. So this week's notes and this past week, all my calls right up in the top left corner, the date and the time immediately who it is. And if I make a call, I left voicemail. And then when I call later, I use the same same page, right? That's correct. But I guess what I'm
1: also I should say that, too, on that little book that I have, what is that a an eight by five by eight little book? Eight eight is big anyways they're not big five by
0: seven maybe no something like that
1: those little books yeah they're they're not big yeah if um if i am reaching out to a contact and have to leave a message and haven't reached them i'll leave the rest of that page blank Mm -hmm. so i can go back to it when i do talk to them right and put the new date and time right there okay and then i abandon them on those notebooks once they become somebody that i'm working with i no longer attach them that book and now they're working and now so they're in does, a different. does each person get
0: their own notebook
1: it, no, no no
0: no so how do you how do you does, soon as, do those... as soon
1: as i get an appointment with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: once i have an appointment and see them face to face um and and, and they're a, an actual ready willing and able top priority person mm-hmm. i abandon them from that and then that's what i start you know putting him on my working book so that oh, other okay. one's more of a that other one's more of a you know, working at the business then working in the business,
0: so like, I guess you you could then there's multiple people throughout multiple page. It's chronological, right? So you would have to flip back uh, if you talked to someone last Tuesday. you'd have to or, flip back and yes. find them
1: if it's no. I mean, if it's if they call me back that day, Mm-hmm. If they don't call me back, they, I, I, I'm not going to flip back for them. I'm going to start a new page. Okay. So, you know, I mean, if it was just, if I left a message and they call me later that day, I'll go to that page, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not flipping back for their page. No way. I, S- I, 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 no way.
0: So <laughs> yeah. once they become a customer or a high priority, then do they have, you know, a specific uh, area where you keep all their historical information yeah. all in one spot, just like a CRM does yeah you know, for people
1: yeah no that, <laughs> I, that that's on my working page you know Um, and it's funny too because before everything went digital i used to write it all on the deal file mm-hmm. deal folder and we don't have deal folders anymore and that just stopped you know 2014-15 yeah um maybe even a little after that we had deal folders where we kept all the paper but everything digital now we don't so um
0: deal folder i like the the, the name of that uh I guess. Well, you saw you. You kind of glanced at a couple of my folders the other day when we were in the office. You yeah. saw. Uh, I, you are
1: so organized. There's <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> I don't. A, I don't even strive for that perfection anymore. I mean, that's but, like. That,
0: but even. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of that is uh, is a, is a working work in progress as well. You know, trying to formulate my own systems, which again that's great stuff to be doing now because once I I'll use it for the rest of my life. Right.
1: Well, but if you understand the difference though, mm-hmm. your, your mind is much more structured and organized. Mm-hmm, so you're sure.
2: And so you're, like you said, you're,
1: you're, you're, mine isn't mine. Mm-hmm. I, I have so many thoughts and so many things going through my mind at any given time that it doesn't, I guess, ADD or whatever that mm-hmm. I struggle and I found that was the best way for me to be organized. Even somebody else looks at it and there's, there's no organization here. And I said, well, you know what? I know where everything is. So, you know, even if somebody were coming to my desk and they see that I got a pile here, a pile there, a pile well, here, and a pile there. I know where all well, my piles are. Well, Don't well, make, anything. make
0: no mistake. Uh, some of that, now that box and those folders, you know, obviously that's my traveling desk. So that goes into homes with me. And, and a lot of that is, is, giving people the appearance of a lot of organization. <laughs> but if you come to my house, there's days where it's there's piles of papers all over the place. I know pretty much what's what and where everything yeah. is. But at the same time, um, I, I have you know some of the similar things, a, a lot going on, a lot of thoughts. So I'm learning how to keep all this stuff organized. I'll tell you honestly, um, And the fact I'm speaking about is I'm actively, uh, uh, what do you call it, Uh, rectifying the the situation of the problem now, is that a lot of my note taking, I take on loose paper. I like loose paper for a lot of reasons. But throughout a day, if I am talking to multiple people and handling and dealing with multiple situations, regardless of what the subject matter is, I'll have several loose pieces of paper all over the place and i'll put so you those you have in one-
1: to do something with that
0: yeah so sometimes so uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve uh as far as how to how to organize that for myself um which is where a lot of you know the other thing come.
1: another thing that um occurs to me is that once they are customers, mm-hmm. and I tell you, I like to put everything, e- even when we talk in conversations, I follow everything up with emails and texts, just mm-hmm. so. And I know a lot of times when somebody calls me and I see their name show mm-hmm. up on my phone, and which means I talked to them before, I should know yes. them. Um, if I don't remember them, I'll let it go into most of the time it goes into voicemail anyways. But I will go back to my text with them into my email sure. and research anything that i have before i ever call them back just so i can remember what the last time i talked to them or if i talked to them or what it was about just so mm. i have some basic yeah understanding of-
0: you know i'll put on there um their name um and whether it cuz or whatever but a lot of uh, some of them will put labels so when it rings yeah, it, it says uh it says don't answer read notes first oh and then that tells me, okay, oh. don't answer. Let it go to the voicemail. Go back and check my notes on this before oh. I call them back. That way I'm aware. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And some, well, some, I guess
1: can... I automatically do that because I don't remember anybody anymore. <laughs> so I don't answer if I don't remember. I don't
0: answer. <laughs> but some of them I'll put in bold letters. Don't answer. Uh-huh. Read notes first. And usually if it's like that, that means this was. This is someone I probably don't even want to call back anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's, going back to the you know the books and the the note keeping and the information storing and 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 these things, I tell you, I now of course for my active customers and people I've worked with or currently working with, they have their own folder over here in in my office closet here, right? Um, and uh. I like that, obviously. And I think I'll always hey, if 10, 15 years from now I have to buy, you know, more filing cabinets, I think I'll always keep those mm. forever and ever. That way, mm. you know, just keep a file on them.
1: Why don't but you just scan them and keep them digitally on your external hard drive?
0: That may be a lot of it's scanned anyway. So why would
1: you even want to do that? I mean Well,
0: least- here's the well again you know, there's not a lot right now, yeah. you know, that may yeah. change, but
1: funny the only you say reason that, I I'm a, I'm, I am can't wait to purge mine while you're saying sure. that I have my last, my I, sure. five years is all I have to hold them yeah. after five years and they're purged. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, slice them and dice them and get rid of them. The you contact know, information is different. That's all there. The contact but,
0: information in the yeah, notes, but yeah. Not the
1: document. you it's
0: know, not the now document. that I to, honestly, to answer your question, uh, why uh, is, is because I'm, um, uh, I've gotten several different uh, ideas and how people handle things uh, from just our our small little office family. You know, we got uh, Tom in our office. He's he's like that. He keeps everything yeah. in, in file yes, folders. Does. So I'm. I guess that the real yeah. now that I'm I'm being self aware and why I'm doing things right now as we're speaking of it. I'm testing things.
1: Yeah, that's sure. what I'm doing. That makes sense. And I'll tell you this: figuring out what works for you. Uh,
0: yeah, figuring out what works for me. And that's right. It actually is half and half. So Tom's files will have everything, right? Mine don't. Mine's kind of half and half. Mine has some stuff printed out and some stuff is stored digitally. So, but again, I'm kind of figuring out what works for me, but I do bring those up to go back to your books and the note keeping and where I'm coming from when I picture, um, how you may be going about this because, and of course I got the answer now I'm picturing, well, well, maybe she actually has a book on every single person and she's got like this library wall of books and she keeps them in this order. And then I'm like, again, these are just brainstorming ridiculous ideas. Right. But I'm just, it makes me think, well, what is she doing and how is she doing this? Because I will rob someone else's uh, yeah. ideas all day long if I can incorporate it and in, and in, 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 in modify it to work for me. And you there's know? more
1: than one way to cook an egg,
0: right? Yeah, and I think you develop these. We, you know, we. And the been reason talking- why I
1: developed what I developed is because I am not organized, and right. it and that's instead of you know instead of taking these pieces of paper and filing them in somebody's file correctly. Which, by the way, was a huge, huge problem for me for many years um, when we no longer were tagged to a phone line. When we had cordless phones and we had paper files, I would, this is a terrible problem that I had, that I would file things while I was on the phone, but never in the right file it was horrible
2: yeah that's
1: that I would, would be do bad. things absent-mindedly and I mm. and so I couldn't I had to make it so I would have to leave I would have to go outside I would have to stay away from paper I mean you know when I'm first talking to somebody I'm having to take all their notes but if I'm talking with a, a customer on a deal and we're talking about whatever I, I had to take off I couldn't be anywhere near my deal files that was I remember those those days that was terrible for me for a while very terrible for me it was horrible Wow, so, you know, yeah. so you learn how to you learn how to deal with with those those your weaknesses.
0: <laughs> yeah, Which absolutely. I
1: had a conversation with um with my agent today. Um, really, really good agent. Um, does very, very well. And so, um, uh, uh, I talked about you know the five year dream goal, lifetime dream goal, and you know the fact that when you don't plan. And, you know, you just kind of wander and you just kind of go from day to day to day doing the same things. And, you know, how you got here is not how you're going to get there. So uh, by doing the same things, you're never going to get there because you're only going to stay here at best. So, and then also with newer agents, and just like you said, what you're doing right now is just trying to work it out. So I said, so you know what works for you, what doesn't work for you? What are your weaknesses? Yeah. I'm saying not that you have to, you know, work on your weaknesses, but. Correct. Someti- but sometimes if the weakness is causing you, is standing in your way of your goal, then maybe you do want to conquer that weakness.
0: Sure. That's self-authoring and uh, self-awareness and figuring these things out. It's all, it's all part of the process, if you right. ask me. And most you know- people
1: aren't, most people aren't cognizant of that. Right. Most people said, well, you know, I've been relatively successful. I had a good year. If mm-hmm. I do the same thing next year, then I should have a good year next year. But that's yeah. not always and that's not always the case, especially as the market changes and, yeah. and things change. And, and 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 last year is never good enough for this year.
0: Yeah, I, I right. I, I find uh one, there's again so many ways to go about these things, but one thing uh that I find useful is like I said, asking other people how they do it you know how do you handle this what do you do what do you know what's going on and then one they like it because you're asking them about themselves mm-hmm. everyone likes mm-hmm. to talk about themselves and you're building rapport there and at the same time you're getting you know notes and tidbits and of course i'm talking about your peers the other people you work with in your industry uh on this specific point yeah,
1: yeah. make sure you ask the right people i mean that's true too you ask somebody that doesn't do any business huh? well maybe that will i'll be sure not to do it that way it
0: kind of goes along the lines with how we started right uh uh, the whole, you know, who we choose to, right. you know, uh, uh, um, expend energy on. Right. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a given at least for, for me and you, but, but you're correct. You know, for anyone out there, don't just, uh, you know, be, you know, hitting it up with everybody, you know, uh, just because again, you know, they, they'll, they'll be happy to waste your time, but maybe yeah. they're turning their wheels, wasting their time. Cause they don't want to work. They just want to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. I'll go to lunch yeah i'll go have yeah. a beer do you yeah, know was-
1: i i told you i remember saying that in my offices when everybody used to come to the office all the time before computers and stuff and they had you know and cell phones everybody came to the office to use the office phones and the office you know they had their own little cubicle and everything and it used to drive me crazy because it was just like high school they would oh. get these little clicks and they start talking about everybody and and it's- i was I, I was younger than everybody and i kept saying you guys i, I I feel like a, I feel like a, a babysitter here. You're yeah. not making any money when you're in here talking to each other. It's Are you the, gonna it's, buy a house from her? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna let her sell your house? I don't think so.
0: It's the, it's the strangest and the worst environment ever. I've never, I've worked in in companies where, uh, well, my last career where I would hit the corporate offices once every three months. I'd be there for a few days take a couple uh, training courses, catch up with everybody that I work with. And I was out of there, right? I traveled for a living. But while I was there at that, basically a small campus or a, you know, base, you know, of 3000 people working in that type of environment, I got, I was, after three days, I was ready to get out of there. I was like, dude, they're all taking smoke breaks, man. Just getting out they all, they're all miserable, man. Yeah, that's a bad environment. They make movies well, about it and comedies about it. It's, yeah. you
1: know. <laughs> well, and since COVID, when everybody couldn't work, and they're actually, I was just reading an article on how some companies took it seriously and determined how far more productive some people can be working sure. from their house and in their, sure. in their in the, in the environment that nurtures them,
0: that nurtures them, and even a hybrid model where they split it up a little bit, you know, and, and there's a lot of cost savings there for the, for the company as as well. (laughs) You know, that made me think as you were saying that um, and uh, at your last uh, thought, you know, that environment um, also, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a place for people to thrive Mm -hmm. that can't, you can't do it on their own living from home and 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 like me and you know it that all these technology all this technology we have now is a huge blessing for us in in business and and everything because we have all these tools we don't have to go to that environment and right. I even back then I'm sure like you the other the producers the people that were that had a plan that wanted to do something with their lives they probably equally hated going into that environment. They went in when they had to, sat in a meeting and got out of there and went in the, and went to, you know, run their business. Well, the pr- the
1: top producers always had their private offices so so they could close the door.
0: There you go, even better, you know. Yeah, Mr. Big Fish knock before entering.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> don't enter.
0: <laughs> you know, uh I wrote down two things here. Uh it's that one thing you uh that went along if you if you if you don't have a without a plan, you have a plan to fail. What am I trying to think of there? You either, if you're not, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Isn't that the same? Yeah. Yeah. If you fail to make a plan, then you're planning to fail, right? You've got to have a plan. You got to have a direction, you have a goal. Well, you know,
1: even, even, uh, I know, again, um, depending on a person's organization skills and sometimes you know you're and i i say this to people because most people don't actually have a written business plan Mm -hmm. they should but they don't and um you know dissecting it down to How many calls do I have to make? How many people do I have to see today to get my, to get an appointment? How many appointments do I need before I get a listing? How many listings do I need um, uh, to get a sale every day or how how many of them don't sell in different markets certainly certainly will change those stats. And a lot of people don't even know their stats. And so you have to know your stats. And so like the conversation that we had today, Julie, I, I don't know those things. I don't have time to figure out those things. And I said, well, the point of it is, if you did know those things, then you would have time because it's different than just chasing your tail.
2: Because yes. you can.
1: So, um, and that's the whole thing that I see happen with new associates because, I tell them you have to get these systems down before you get too busy, because if you don't get them down before you're too busy, then you're too busy, too busy to get them down. And, and you, I see that all the time. And then there's burnout after that. Mm. So part of that, and again, the, the, the plan of action can be written down. It should be, especially when you first get started, but at least have a vision in your head. At least, have, at least have I made $100,000 this year. I'm going to make 100, a dollars next year. And by, and by year five, I want to make at least $200,000 a year.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan have of
1: that. Because I-, I told them and I brought it. I still have it. Um, I did that. I was at this uh, function that they made us write down a five-year plan. And uh, so I did. And yeah. in five years, I think I hit them all but one.
0: Yeah, see, that's... And- that's the, and anecdotal. the reason
1: being and the reason being and there's a reason for that mm-hmm. is because a t- couple couple things come to work and play here. Number one is by writing it down and thinking about it and in and, and, and visualizing this for the second that you wrote it down, your mind incorporates that. And so everything that you do works towards that end if you don't have any end in mind then everything you do every day is not working towards any end no so it's just you're creating that big picture and your body changes all the little pictures to make that big one a reality yeah so that's why it's so important now to know the details on how many calls did you make today um how many appointments did you have this week then if you don't know that then how can you how can you get better
0: right how can you set your minimums that's right
1: can you say that ain't good enough i
0: have to do more yeah and you work on these things you work on these things you create these habits now and you get they become so good you do it you you can you flow it's in your head it's in your head it's hard at first because right. you're thinking, you know, it's the whole so bottom up, top down. No, that's right. But you develop these habits now. Yeah.
1: And when it and then when you don't do it, mm-hmm. your brain throws up a red flag and says, Hey,
2: <laughs> yeah, what are
1: you doing? Yes. You better feel anxious because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. I know what you're supposed to do and you're not doing it. Yeah. So anxiety and anxiety, and then you say, Where am I feeling anxiety? Well, you're feeling anxiety because you didn't make your you didn't make your uh, you didn't make your calls today. Hmm. Or, you know, you didn't do, you know, so, and as a matter of fact, let's just say, let me just point out this too, because the opposite holds true Um, without knowing that uh, your numbers and what you're, what you're slacking on. um, If you just go day by day by day, without having that end in mind, you will feel anxious. You will feel anxiety, but you won't know why. Mm-hmm. And that's even worse. So if you know why, then you can fix it. But yeah. if you start feeling anxiety, because why are you feeling anxiety? Because your brain knows what you should be doing and you're not doing it because yeah, he- you you have trained your brain to something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've known agents that, you know, if they're not out there, you know, doing an activity that they do that they train their mind, their mind's used to this activity, their mind's used to this activity. And all of a sudden they're not doing it anymore. They feel anxious, but that activity wasn't, it wasn't a valuable activity, but your mind doesn't know that it's valuable or not. Your mind just knows I'm used to doing this and I want to continue doing this. That's the reason habits are either the best of slaves or the worst of masters. So when you get started, you have to know where you're going.
0: Yes. You know, it's uh and where you've been just like you said if you're just if you're just going around and just you know with no uh, direction no i mean if you don't tell the world who you are the world will determine who you are yeah. for, for you you right know? they do it yeah. will mm-hmm. you know it's just it, it, things will just happen by chance you know you'll create nothing right um you know and, and at the beginning it is while you're working at your business and you're developing all of these, that's it's the best time to start developing all these habits and, and, and investing the time, even with things that are tedious or learning a new, uh, habit, like you have to learn it. So you're, you know, exactly what you're talking about, but you invest that time now and then when you're busy and down the road, and you're rocking and a rolling, it's now part of you. You've you or know. those are
1: the t- those are the things that when you're rocking and rolling, and you know it, that you off to your assistant. You don't do even even better, anymore. even
0: better, right? So the stuff that you hate, you, you you learn how to do it, so you can train someone else to do it the way That's you correct. want it done. That's right? Correct. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm a big fan, by the way, of that one year, five year, you yeah. know. Uh, ever since I started uh, d- d- doing that, you know, what, what do I want to achieve in a year from now? And what, where do I want to be five years from now? There there was a 10 year one, but I dropped that one off. That was probably useful too, but I like one year, five year, you know, I like it and o- updating it every year, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it, it, it's, it's, that's, it, again, it's our mind. That's you know right. what I mean? That's we right. Control our thoughts, control our mind, control that's what's going of- on. Mm-hmm. You know, we were going to, and we still might uh, talk about uh, gold mines today. Mm. I don't know if you, I know that you've had a busy week. I've actually uh, had a pretty busy week myself Mm. and never, I didn't really uh, structure anything out. So we can talk about gold gold mines if you like. Uh, Actually, let me back up. I was going to ask you uh, on the tail end of that. Did you have anything prepared on gold mines specifically? For
1: today, you know, uh, just the what you happened to you and mm-hmm. uh, what happened to our newest agent
0: as anecdotal stories.
1: Yes, um, okay. Um, you know, nobody, I, and I tell this to new agents. I say that the first thing that you need to do is to create your gold mine, which is a database of your sphere of influence of all the people that you know and minimum of a hundred. And I go on to tell everybody that we call it a goal mine for a reason. And even though this is the first thing that you have to do, and even though this sets you up on how to prospect and how to practice your dialogue and how to set appointments, nine out of 10 agents will not do this. And as soon as they don't do this, I can tell you that they probably won't be in the business anymore. Because they're not learning how to do the most fundamental part of this business is prospecting. So anyway, um, you know, we used to use Rolodex cards, which was fun. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And and, I like the Rolodex. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, I was
0: too.
1: (laughs) I was too and um
0: they still st- sell them at staples
1: do they really <laughs> they
0: actually do yeah or office depot yes wow. <laughs> so
1: and uh, like his very first call that he made he had somebody that was just needing to buy a house that's fantastic so, so it was very exciting and i told you you know yeah. to shake yeah. the trees the first thing you do is yeah. hit your gold mine and your past customers list which is a pa- part of your yeah. a, a part of your gold mine it 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 Enters your gold mine, your past customers is part, of, and then you did that. And the first call you made on your past customers, you got you got a deal. Yeah. So, and that's how fundamental it is. And uh, so, I guess um, you know, the only thing that I can really say to start without going into the actual dialogue that you hone, mm-hmm. because I also tell new agents that you're gonna say. The same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again, and it'll be second nature to you. I'm going to give you some different dialogues to uh, work through on your own, but you have to hone it. It has to become yours. It has to be with your personality. It has to be with your inflections. And, and then once you got it down, then you'll have it down forever. But, but at first, you don't have it down. You have to work through it. And so what better way to work through it is with people you already know. So that's, that's your goldmine. Um, but once you start uh, your gold mine, and also there's, you know, a gazillion uh, contact managers out there or CRMs, I guess they call them now. Um, but Google works just fine for me. Right. And, uh, I mean, even better. Cause if you use Google email, I mean, it's all easy. And, um, and then, you actually, I would suggest to contact five via text or email, or as we did in the day, US mail to let them to. In- to let them know, send it. the reason why we do it. At U.S. mail is to send a card or a bunch of cards, and to say, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I'm, you know, working in. Uh, I got my real estate license. I'm working full time, and I'm very excited. Um, and I, I, I'm trying to shake the trees and get some business going. So, um, who do you know that? Uh, who do you know that wants to buy or sell real estate? So, the reason why I have them reach out in writing first is again, the way our mind works. You know, if you just call somebody right off the bat, um, they, might be in the, you know, they might be in the middle of something and their mind isn't on it, you know? Yeah. And it's great to talk to you, but no, I don't know, no, I don't know. But if you let them know, and I say five at a time to get started, and then you, you plant that seed and you call these five the very next day, and you have the conversation, hey, you know, I sent you this, I sent you the email, and I sent a bunch of people, but I started to think about you, um, and it has been a while since I talked to you, um, how's it going in your world? And then you listen to them, that build report, you listen to of them, and they'll tell you, but since you've already reached out and told them that you were in real estate and already asked them if they knew anybody that was going to buy and sell real estate, their mind works in their background. And so now when you ask them again, because you always close, you always ask for the order before you say goodbye, They'll say, by the way, you know, when you said that, it made me think, you know, my next door neighbor's talking about moving. So you might have a much better chance of getting a lead that way because their mind had an opportunity to mull it over unconsciously, subconsciously um, while they're sleeping or whatever. When you ask them, who do you know that's moving? You know, even say it the other way. Everybody knows somebody that's moving. or wants to buy a house. Who do you know? You kind of like putting them on the spot and their brain thinks, does everybody? Who do I know? And so unconsciously, they're thinking about it. So, when you hit them up the next day um, and ask them again, they'll be more likely to give you um, somebody. Yeah. So, and then that's also the reason why I say do five a day is because it's, um, you know, a small win. You can do five.
0: Right. If you right. Do, if, you,
1: if you hit everybody at once, there's no way you're going to call everybody at once, it's insurmountable. It's- but if you just do five and then you can get past that five, I can do five.
0: That, and just like many, uh, you can apply that to many things. Uh, it's almost, it's not necessarily burnout, but sticking it's, it's small goals, small yeah. successes. It's, it's like, don't try Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. Don't try to do it yourself. No. Right. And, right. and it makes it more manageable. Whereas if you try to do everything in one day, you, maybe it is burnout. You're like, I don't want to do this. this is horrible, but you well,
1: and the normal. other thing is it also gives you time to, um, have some, uh, uh, reflection on it. Sure. You know what happened? <laughs> even Did I between, say everything I was supposed to say? Should be- I said this?
0: <laughs> right. Even between calls, <laughs> you That's might polite. you might be might be so happy to get off the call because it just went disastrous, and yeah. you're like, okay, let me re- let me think about what I All what, right. You know what, what just happened? Right? I
1: also want to just say this about that. Um, I also learning the hard way um, that when something goes disastrous, you know, what does yin and yang say? When mm-hmm. something is disastrous, you got that beauty on the inside. So you okay. take something disastrous, you know, and call them back and to the truth quick. Boy, did I mess that up. This is what, I'm so sorry I said this and I felt so awkward and I apologize and blah, blah, blah. But this is what I meant to say. And it's a, it's, an, it's another <laughs> chance for you to reach out and talk, uh, touch somebody and be human with them.
2: Yes, and human. Instead
1: of, yes. Instead of leaving leaving and never talking to them, them again because you made yourself look like an idiot, um, you know, suck it up and call them back and fix it.
0: Plus, yeah. you never know what the other person's thinking. It was horrible to you, but they might not even have noticed that. And maybe they thought it was kind of funny that you were a little nervous about it because you just told them you're a new realtor. Yeah. You know. I never called that back. Right. Uh, but um also, um, and uh you told me this and it rang true. Um, even if it's uh even if it's after you did a deal and and maybe uh the deal wasn't the greatest and they weren't the happiest with you you reach back out to them anyways. ways and a lot of times man they again you don't know what people are thinking and you're human and sometimes yeah. hey listen this is true some and i don't know if this is true for both uh sexes apology i apologize if uh if I'm being inconsiderate in any way here, but I only know from the male perspective, but some of the best male friends in existence, this rings true, didn't like each other at first, or even gotten a fist fight altercation at one time. And it was that but they bonded. like they went through mm-hmm. something they they had a problem with each other, but they became friends and they're usually lifelong friends, mm-hmm. right? It's almost similar in any situation like uh, if you you know if you upset somebody, hey, I'm sorry, you know I, I'm only human, I made a mistake and and admitting that, a lot of times people almost gravitate yeah
1: to, oh, I thought, to I appreciate
0: about appreciate you more.
1: When you apologize versus
0: not saying anything ever again. Cause, that's cause if right. you never say anything ever again, then of course they will never do business with you again right. because right. that's it. But if you say, Hey, listen, man, I'm sorry. That was a, right. you know, my, uh, my you know that
1: reminds me. Um, and that's true. Uh, my, 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 my grandson had told me that he got uh, almost written up in school, which is a bad thing because in private schools, you get written up, you get written up three times, you're out. And I said, Ooh, that's not good. What happened? And he said, I'm not really sure because we're supposed to be working in groups, but he yelled at us because I was talking too loud. And, but we were all talking and he didn't get just mad at me, got mad at me and whatever this person's name is. And I don't get it because we weren't any louder than anybody else. And it seemed terribly unfair. And, uh, so I'm thinking through this and I said, you know what? It might not have anything whatsoever to do with you. You don't know the conversation he had with whom right before he said that to you. He might have heard something or felt something or read something that put him in a bad mood and he lashed out at you guys for for something. So um, anyways, he later told me that coach came in and, and apologized to him for that teacher going off on him. So that, you know, so you never know what the other person is thinking or, feeling yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, you really don't. You know, uh, especially, I mean, this is anecdotal for me for so many situations, but even like uh, a sp- maybe not public speaking, but you're speaking to a small group of people or, or any situation that you're still learning how to navigate and be comfortable with, and you'll have the you know, the, the, the shaky knee syndrome and your palms are sweating <laughs> and, and you feel like when you're talking, it's like a little bit jittery, yeah, but yeah. and they literally may not even notice that yeah. at all. That's yeah. a whole self thing, that awareness thing that's happening.
1: You know, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, did I tell you this story? I was in a uh, public speaking class.
0: No, and- but I'm fascinated already because this interests me. I'm actually taking a course right now on public speaking, so go yeah. for it.
1: So um I was standing up in front of the class and I was so (laughs) I was I was so nervous that my kneecaps were bouncing up I'm sure people could see that <laughs> mm. but I wasn't, I wasn't like I am now to make it. See, I learned early on when something embarrasses you, you point it out in front of everybody and say, look at how yeah. oh, my knees are doing. That's so funny. And you don't feel as embarrassed anymore. Cause you're laughing right along with them.
0: It's so. interesting that you say that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Something similar no. that the instructor said that uh, the course I'm taking now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. But yeah. at the same, and
1: I also know that the Better you know your content,
2: mm-hmm. the
1: easier it's gonna be. Yeah. Because it's hard to fake it till you make it when people are listening to your content. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Your content and preparation is key. Be prepared. Um, he also said knowing your space too. If you can arrive to wherever you're gonna be speaking and and, and yeah, know the space you're gonna be speaking yes, in ahead of time.
1: True. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, respect- and it's a lot
1: different if you know your audience and if you don't know your audience. Yeah. And, and if they know you. Yeah. That's that's different. Yeah. And uh and the other thing, public speaking is I learned that when you scan the audience and you find that smiling face, <laughs> you always go back to that smiling face.
2: Yeah, right. And
1: if you see if you see yawns or boredoms, you know. Uh, don't don't uh don't don't look there that'll 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 make you anxious a little bit
2: that makes so go sense to
1: the, go to the people with the fine look at the people with the fine body language and nodding their heads and really paying attention and just keep scanning them and talking to them because that makes you feel good and that calms you down a little bit
0: yeah that makes total sense yeah I am um, I'm really uh I'm fascinated by it. I've always wanted to dive into it. I'm taking two courses actually. Oh, one I on public speaking. Yeah, and one on storytelling. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. And I'm um, taking an online one on script writing. That's part of storytelling, you know.
1: Who's Write offering it? these?
0: Uh this is through the the Academy of the Arts. Um it, that's who that's who sponsors it, the Academy wow. of the Arts. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Oh. Yeah, 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 we'll talk more about it as I, I'm just starting yeah. starting these out. Yeah, it's fascinating, um, but I you know to
1: do that too. I've got a I, I, stories I, to tell.
0: Absolutely, but I know. Okay, and now I have. Um, but it comes from, again, my experience. Now, you know, I've been, you know, I've, I've trained students myself. I've been in situations where, um, you know, I use my stories and my anecdotal experience to train them on what they're doing. Uh, but, um, you know, getting to and then all the people that I uh, it, look up to and and these public speakers and all these uh, famous people in history or that are a lot still living. You experiencing your class and how you teach things and using stories and always stressing to use stories. Um, all of these things I know are not only fat. I'm fascinated by and I want to learn, but I know that they will not. They're, they'll help me. They'll help me in my business to help me when I'm training a classroom of students. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and also I'm learning that these skills, especially the public speaking one, that is literally uh, a skill that anyone can, can find success in life. If they have the ability to, to, to speak publicly well in front of people, you know, they can, uh, I guess the one guy, the one instructor was saying, and he had some anecdotal evidence on this, like Gandhi and people like that and people who've changed the world with 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 just their words, with yeah. just their words. And people followed them because of the words. Of course, tyrants as well in history, bad people, but people who are able to speak well and well, tell stories. Well, you know, stories. it's a little
1: bit different. Tyrants are by fear. And that's a whole different, that's a whole different mindset. That's a whole different way. That's they, different, that's different than what you're, the, the well, storytelling and the
0: different I, well, not the, sto- but I, I think the public speaking part, right? And not the, not the subject matter or the reasoning behind it or where it's coming from, but the ability oh. to speak to masses of people and, and, and have them enamored
1: listening to, yeah.
0: listening to you and enamored by you, you know, you can turn people to do a bunch of obviously history shows us some evil stuff, you know? Oh. Um, but, uh, but anyways, back to where that whole, um, the discussion, uh, uh, came from was, uh, Uh, I bring it back to this. So not uh, talking publicly, but even uh, uh, now. So I'm speaking to a potential customer or a brand new customer, and I'm still learning a lot of this stuff that I'm saying that will down uh, in the oh, future right. become a right. natural muscle memory thing right. that I uh, incorporate and I say all the time. But I'll find myself uh, fumbling a little bit or hesitating or forgetting something altogether and having okay. to pivot and I pause and I redirect and I come around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but what I've developed really quick and correct me or give me your opinion or tell me if this is good or bad. um, I do two things. One, I don't uh, show it. I don't let it stop me. If I have to, if I lose the thought, I'll say, Oh, I lost my train of thought or or I'll continue or I'll, I'll, again, I'll get through it. And then I won't beat myself up for it afterwards. I am not hard on myself. I don't f- overthink it. I don't think about it at all because again, I don't know if they even noticed right. so don't let it, don't let it bring me down when I leave the meeting, I oh, leave yeah. and I'm like, I'm still happy, and I don't put that energy out into the ether of 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 that you know
1: well, I, I, the only thing I'll have to say about that is you know, don't beat yourself up right. But don't just forget about it.
0: Well, let me correct that. I knew you were going to say that too, right? When you started, I don't forget about, I'm still very aware and I want to practice and get better. Yeah. I don't want that to continue to happen. Yeah. But I think the main thing is, is I'm not thinking of it in a way where I'm hard on myself, like, oh crap. Oh man, I messed it up. Oh man, that didn't happen. I'll tell you,
1: it's hard not to do that. I do that still. If anything doesn't, if I don't get a listing or -hmm. if anything goes wrong, I'll feel like hell. But I learned pretty recently, actually, that it's okay to feel like hell. So feel it all the way through.
2: Mm, And then, okay, okay,
1: like that cloud. Oh, here's that. I did it. I screwed up. Man, I feel like hell. Here it is. Feel like hell. Yeah, it hurts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it profoundly. Okay. I get it. All right. There it goes. Okay. Goodbye. And, and, and get through it. I feel you. you, But if you deny it, then, you know, you really shouldn't. You're, you, you need to feel, you need to experience it all the way through, but let it go right away. So don't deny yourself your feelings.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like that. I appreciate that. I love, oh man, I love when you correct me and, and, and you say, I don't mean to correct you. No, 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 not, uh, even that. It's not wrong. I'm not correcting you. No, 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 But, not correcting me at all. You're making me realize that, uh, what I said, what didn't ring necessarily true. I don't forget about it there's another way. And the only
1: reason why I can say things is because, you know, I'm older, I've experienced more and what I have experienced and what I've learned it would, you know, you share it with people. And, it, and a lot of people have to learn the hard way on their own. I'd be one of those people. Mm-hmm. But, um, and some don't. Some pay, okay, that makes sense to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Yeah.
0: So, you um, even the knowledge. The other too. thing I want
1: to, the other thing that I want to acknowledge um, that you had said, um, and for me anyway, and I, we, you, and I discussed this already. When I talk one-on-one with somebody, um, it's different than talking in front of a large group, especially mm. a large group that you don't know. Mm. So there's, you know, so I, I have to temper who I am in front of a large audience. I have to tone it down. I have to tone me down. Yeah. That people that know me know how flamboyant I am. And, uh, and, and, they, and, and, and they get a kick out of me most of <laughs> right. the time.
2: Right. They either love
1: me or they hate me. But yes. as, as an, as a, when I talk to a large audience, I really have to tame me, temper me, calm down.
0: Plus, well, we we have talked about this because uh, it's that it's part it's that mirroring part too, right? Yeah. Because me, sometimes I'm very, very, I get very excited, and I have a very caring voice, and sometimes I I got to be careful who I'm right. talking to if they that might be off-putting.
1: Yes. Or That's almost correct. scary
0: to them. Yeah. You know, yeah. if depending on who they are. Whereas if someone else is like that, you guys will just be. And yeah. your conversation takes two minutes. People
1: love my energy.
0: Yeah, that energy. Some people though, say I'm too much. Some people, yes, mm-hmm. that's something too. Wow, that's I'm um, that's very very important. Um,
1: especially, especially people of other cultures.
0: You, oh, which which where we work, you, you know what I mean? I've yeah, that's hugely. Oh, you really got to uh, be aware and That's and kind great. of uh be very respectful i i think if you come from a respectful angle then you can't go wrong. Keep your tone decent. Come on. Well, I can and go try, wrong. And try to
1: it's, ha- uh, it's hard for me <laughs> to temper it. Keep yeah. it down. Very difficult. Yeah. yeah I yeah. get, I get adrenaline flowing.
0: Yeah. I I've get- explained many a time to say, listen, I I'm, I get excited. And the reason yeah. it's not, I'm tr- not trying to rush you. I'm just, this is time sensitive, uh, uh, situation that we're in. And I don't want you to miss out. You know, and I've, and, 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 kind of, uh, self self off, uh, self-apologize before, yeah. uh, yeah. before the they way even, cause, yeah, that's, that's yeah.
1: what I have to do sometimes. Yeah. To let everybody know I get excitable. So <laughs> right so I start and, raising my voice, just, yeah i'll, I'll call me down <laughs> yeah
0: and that also reminds me i use this one a lot too another uh, uh uh tip that i picked up from you is uh this one which i love i say listen um i'm gonna uh, a lot of the things i'm saying you already know i i want you to know that but i say these things just so i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing you justice if i didn't say all these things and it's just this is my rap. Keeps this me is, on track keeps me yeah. on track and 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 i'm not uh don't take any offense i know that you're yeah. smart and you know all the half this most of the stuff i'm saying anyway way that kind yeah. of thing but I always you know, start
1: from the beginning and go all the way through it just in yeah. case to make sure we're on the same page yeah.
0: you know when you're talking about being in a group of people I I kind of chuckled uh because do you remember when I um uh, the story when I showed up to Julia's one of my past customers over there off O'Hara and uh I showed up and the entire family was oh, sitting yeah. at the kitchen table yeah with the seat ready ready for me yeah. where i had been dealing just with her yeah. prior like multiple yeah. meetings
1: yeah
0: <sighs> talk about yeah. you know
1: yeah start sweating
0: yeah well <laughs> it was actually i remember I, I knocked it out of the ballpark
1: yeah you did like, but, but at plus. first at first it was but intimidating it,
0: it was because i was like i had to pivot there you go yeah. you have to adapt i had to pivot yeah. i went over there expecting to be talking to julia my customer and she had and God bless her. And of course, you know, them too, they're looking out for her. She had, uh, you know, you okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I was just drinking some water and it went down.
0: Right. Ooh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, uh, along the lines of what we're talking about with that situation too. not only adapting, but, uh, probably fumbled there, was a little bit nervous. Now I'm talking to multiple people. I'm selling, it's basically a listing presentation. I went over there to get it signed. We had already talked about it, but now she had, you know, her protection with her, her family, which, you know, again, uh, got, absolutely, you know, okay. they're looking out right. for her. But sure. I, I now had to redo my entire listing presentation yeah. to the family. And like I said, I uh, obviously, I got the listing. I ended up selling the property. Everyone's happy with me. But there was not a smiling face at that table when I mm. sat down except for Miss Julia. She was mm. the only one. They all had their arms crossed and they were just mm. like they were waiting. Mm-hmm. And they were they were like, what's this guy gonna say? Yeah. Who's this guy that's been talking to my mom's gonna sell yeah. her house?
1: Yeah. You know, and I felt it. Good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, pat myself on the back. I yeah. called you very, very shortly after that and told you about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, um, you know, going along the lines with this discussion we're having now, I can't directly remember, but I know the same thing, a little bit of nerves, fumbled a couple things, maybe forgot something, but I just, I, I just did it. You know, I, I, I'm a realtor. You know, this is what I do and and just went through it. And, uh, you know, situations like that, man, you know, they, I guess you could say they can make you or break you, but they also, you know, they, they, they're, they're learn. learning. You learn a lot. Everything's learning. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. every all, There is no real failure. Even you learn, you know, everything's right. a learning, learning curve there. Um, <laughs> before I, uh, before I go uh, uh, segue back to where we're at. Um, with the five a day and what I wanted to ask you after that, I wanted to say, because you were just, uh, you just, uh, uh, uh choked on your water there a little bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. I was, uh, <laughs> I was at an open house the other day and I'm not a candy guy. I got a Jolly Rancher from someone, one of those old school, you know, the little brick that's you stick in your mouth and it's, it's hard candy. So you, you suck on it for like an hour, right? And, uh, I had it in my open house box and I was looking forward to, uh, to, to, to enjoying that piece of candy, <laughs> you know, while I was bored sitting there doing nothing, you know? And so I popped it in and I went to call, uh, another agent in our office. Um, it was Tom actually. And, uh, right when I hit send to the, it started ringing that Jolly Rancher got lodged in my throat. <laughs> oh no. I almost choked on it, and then it oh, went no. down my tube, and oh, I and it swallowed hurts. it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, check this out. So I was coughing, I was re-getting myself, and Tom answered the phone, and I was still kind of recuperating, like getting my bearings. <laughs> and I says, uh, I said sorry, and I told him, I says, yeah, I, I told him exactly what just happened, and uh, of course, he went to. Get- <laughs> you know, say some jokes, you know, along the lines of you know, putting things too big in your mouth and swallowing things and all this stuff. And we were laughing and it was hilarious. But um I told him I said two things. Uh and he said uh about writing my eulogy, you know, and he said something funny. He's very funny. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah. But um I told him I was thinking two things uh before you answered the phone. I was thinking one, thank God uh I didn't just die choking on a Jolly Rancher in an empty house.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's not the way to go.
0: Uh, Had I, I would have definitely wanted Tom to read my eulogy. Um, (laughs) And then immediately at the same time, I had a thought son of a gun, I really was looking forward to enjoying that Jolly Rancher, man.
1: We can only yeah. one. I was, was like, Is it a red one? <laughs> it was a
0: red one, my yeah, favorite. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, so
1: favorite flavor cherry red!
0: Yeah, you, your, uh, your little uh situation there just reminded me about that. I thought that was funny. Um, so when uh, when an agent is doing that five a day, um, that you're recommending to a new agent, I, I'm, I guess, uh, at the same time, that's perfect opportunity for he or she to also. B, regardless of what system they want to use, B, learning how to use right. and navigate their CRM by inputting right. those five a day. That's right. That's instead right. of instead of killing yourself doing it all at once, right. you do those five a day. You may already have your list of 100, you know, written yeah. out, the names. <clears throat>
1: but, but like but, he was doing, he was importing them from his phone. So there's a, there's importing is capabilities are very easy now too. You yeah. don't have to do them all manually. Some people do them manually, but there's you don't have to do them manually anymore.
0: Sure. But, but still it's, yeah. uh, those five a day, you know, w- again, whichever system you're using, yeah. you still have, there's a learning curve. Right. You got to learn where, Absolutely. what goes where and how to and figure it out, how to label out, them how and, and to do you and, yep. and your notes and, and that, how to give right. you alerts and when it yep. to you. And, yep. and so instead of killing yourself, same mm-hmm. at the same time, that's right. five, five a day. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. And then
1: setting that up for the next hit. Because you know, six months later, you're going to call them again. Say it's been six months. You got to know somebody now. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So six. So we'll go ahead and. Uh, w- what about that? So uh, you
1: set it on your. You set it on your your timer, your tickler, your calendar.
0: Right um, for six months after that initial call. Right? Would you? Well, I guess. It's still safe to say, though, you would still... Uh, same as uh, we talked about open houses at the office uh, meeting the other day. And so I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're making these initial calls, obviously, some of them are, let's call it cold prospects. But if you get a hot one on the phone, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you want to start... You, you, right. There's no six months. I'm calling tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm calling again. I'm gonna well, find, who, right. what's so going to find... Well, that's right. So on, on, let's on do those this.
1: cases... In that case, um, uh, you know, have the conversation. If somebody says yes, now what? So I remember that was also a big problem of mine. You know, back in the day we had the reverse phone directory and we called landlines and I was told one uh, eighty people are gonna move. So call 80 people and make an appointment. So I said, like, okay. And I started calling, you know, anybody that is interested in moving you or do you know anybody? And, uh, you know, when I finally, when they finally said, as a matter of fact, we were just talking about it last night, I said, great. And I had no idea what I was supposed to say next. <laughs> Yeah. So we had we have we have that problem. Uh, let me put you on hold for a second. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a lot of sales, by the way, too. They, they they teach you up front. You're brand new. They'll be training you and training you and training you how to uh, pitch and sales. But a lot of times they don't. You get that. Now yeah. what? Right, yes. Someone says yes.
1: <laughs> yes, when somebody says yes, you say so what? So 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 I tell, you know, if you get somebody that says yes, you know, if they you know, and, and again, if they said we were thinking about selling, then what your your standard line is, oh great, I'd love to see your house. And as soon as you say that, they invariably say, No, 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 not yet. We're not ready yet. Mm. And then you know my you know my spiel after that. Yeah, but and then Uh, Same with showing houses. What exactly are you looking for? And when they tell you what they're looking for, then you say, great, great. When is the best time for you to see houses? You know, what do you can you see after work? And then you book them. And uh, and if they say, uh, well, we're not quite ready yet or I don't know yet or whatever, you say, well, you know, I get booked up fast. So let me just pencil you in. I will call and confirm and let you know what I'm gonna show you, but let's just pencil in in right now. And, that, and, and, uh, and so they say, okay, you know, we can call if it doesn't work out, we can postpone it. But that does a lot of things. Anyways, and then as soon as you tell my agents, as soon as you get that done, as soon as you book the appointment, your goal is to book an appointment. So um, ask for the order. At first, your goal is just to ask for the order. That's right. your goal, call them and ask for the order. So when they say yes, then book an appointment if you can. If you can't, just say, well, uh, that's great. You know, let me call you back in a couple of days and let me get do some research and let me call you back. You don't have to know anything. Let me know and I'll tell you what to do next. Yeah. So uh, so that's it. So those little small, small little goals. Yeah. As long which as is, at, first, at first, all you need to do is ask for the order. Right. Which is, you know, Keep it simple. Are you or anybody you know um, yeah. planning on buying or selling real estate anytime this year? Right. And uh, that's asking for the order. So that's, that's the first challenge.
0: Yeah. And and again, while you're doing that, you're, 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 you're working, you know, at your business, you're developing how to talk to these people, you're calling people that you know. And then of course, if they do, if you do catch, catch somebody, then you book the appointment. Right. And, uh, uh, and that's it really. That's uh, it. at this point, you know, we could talk about down the road, pre-qualifying people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But right now you just want to drum that's up it. business and get, that's get out it. there and get into it.
1: You want, yeah, you that's know, all you want to do. You're practicing right now. You're practicing, practicing your dialogue and right. techniques, you know, get out there and fail.
0: I'm actually, uh, I mean, other than some, uh, some sideways uh questions and scenarios i could bring into the whole gold mine aspect um we really don't need to uh devote a whole show to this anyways so um cuz it's pretty it's simple
1: easy you know yeah. what
0: we just talked about that's pretty much that's it, it. That's you know right. at this uh, you know
1: at this juncture at this juncture well, later on when we die when we um <clears throat> you use that you uh segment it Mm-hmm. And you do different things with your segmented de- database. You, you, you. So there's different ways to market to different segments of your database. Mm-hmm. So that's. But since we're on the topic of new agents, that new agents fall in, that doesn't fall under that category. Segmenting them does.
0: I think that's why uh, during throughout the week I kept thinking, oh, uh, I need to kind of lay out a few uh, uh, talking points for gold mines. And each time I was like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it before Friday because I was like well there ain't really what kind of talking no, points are going put right. on it for new agents right
1: so the cool. gold mine uh, the gold mine for more talking points is when you include it under the prospecting right that's a bigger that's a bigger dialogue that's a bigger thing
0: explain the difference your gold mine and your prospecting
1: well the people you prospect a, it's, go it, into it, your that's it, like saying you know just think of just think of gold mine as Ford's and think mm-hmm. of prospecting as cars
0: mm-hmm. there you go and uh and for anyone uh that this your gold mine it's the same as your sphere of influence that's what and, we're talking about And you about. keep
1: adding it you and keep you, adding forever forever well, and it's not it, yes because that's why you're talking about segmenting it it's right. your sphere of influence is you know un, is you know uh then you can even segment your segment it to your family. I was going to say family, buddies, agents. Uh, your, yeah,
0: uh, agents I've done deals with. You know, mm-hmm. all, I mean, all past, over the place. Customer, past customers, past customers, right? Yeah. Vendors for sure. Um,
1: Cold leads.
0: Mm-hmm. My team. You know, everyone on my team I have yeah. a whole separate little thing just for them. Because, mm-hmm. because,
1: and of course, people can be on more than one.
0: Right, because if you do, uh, I mean, a lot of advantages to a lot of the tools that are available out there, CRMs of of these nature is you can, uh, when you do segment things, you can blast, uh, you know, a specific message out to just that segment of people very easily. Once you've learned how to to use your system, right? Right. Yeah, Uh,
1: and even and even you know, download their addresses or you know, mass text them or, you know, mm-hmm. any number of different things that you can do, because yeah. you don't want to send other agents, you know, you know, you know, uh,
0: I just thought of this. Uh, I am I could go look at it. But since I got you here, when you talk about um, using something as simple as Google contacts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, that's a contact manager. You can put uh, it's just basic. their basic contact information, correct? Or can you do notes and tasks and to do? Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you can do that. Yeah. Is
0: that is that called Google Contacts or is it called yeah. something else? Google. No. Something? Really?
1: Go to your. Co- I will. I'll sh- yeah,
0: I-, I will. I'll check it out.
1: When we're yeah. off here. Yeah. Call me. I'll show you.
0: Okay. All and right. now you
1: can take your email right from your email. A new email coming in. Boom! You can click it. And it becomes a contact.
0: I'll have to look at that. I may have to I think I'm running into a situation where my Google client on my because I'm on a Mac and some some oh. programs don't work, they work a little wonky. I may have to mm. pay for an upgrade there, but okay, i want to I want to see how it works, and uh, maybe it's something I'll adopt instead of what I'm using now uh, because you we we talk about it quite a bit or we've started to. Okay, so unless you have any final thoughts about gold mines, no. I don't. Okay then I we'll finish off with um a little bit of uh, a few questions uh geared towards uh you know active things that are going on so okay. um let me ask you this way if Let's say uh, you know Mary Jo agent uh, has a, a customer who wants to sell their distressed property. It's a this is an investment situation. Doesn't want to do anything to it. It needs a full rehab. Everything. This thing has just been sitting. It needs a lot of work. It's a, an entire flip. Um, and she's going to list it.
1: Entire gut. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Um, when she. Well, right from there, what can um when she's looking at pricing this, uh, even though she's gonna she knows it's gonna be marketed investor special, bada bing, bada boom. So is there any difference? Let me ask it this way would there be any difference in you know doing your your market research and running the numbers and CMA if you want, you know, call it that for yourself, uh, versus a, a move in ready home or uh, 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 yeah. uh, compared to this property. Yeah.
1: So that's how you would tackle a house that needs a total gut. Mm -hmm. So you would go to one that was totally redone or the closest thing to a totally redone, um, in the marketplace. And, you know, as an appraiser would now, normally, uh, I would, advise against using the appraisal approach, except for this situation. And uh, price per square footage has a lot to do with an appraiser, how an appraiser would do it based on its condition. So if you have a house that has the exact same footage and has been totally renovated, use that comp, Sale price. But if it's different in square footage um, then get the price per square footage and then multiply it by the square footage that you are that you have, your subject property.
0: That makes sense.
1: But so what we're trying to do is get an after rehab value for it. But then we have to determine how much money it will take to rehab. Mm -hmm. But you can't just subtract that value because who in their right mind would go through all of that hard work time to get something that they could just buy for the same price. So anybody that was going to do that has to make a profit so you have to add a profit in there
0: mm. yeah makes sense you know
1: so you know we're talking 10 to 15 sometimes even 20% depending on how much work it needs the more work it needs the more money somebody's going to make because for instance the reason for that is because that because time is money mm-hmm. and if it needs a total gut then it's going to take them longer and it's going to tie up their money they're not going to be making any cash flow on that money at all, and some and they have carrying costs.
0: Would you apply it? Uh, this is regardless if they're going to uh, relist this on the open market and sell it, or or, or make it a rental. Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter as well, far as it...
1: I should say. I should say, it may matter to the buyers, but to the buyer,
0: to right, right, right. You don't right.
1: price it that way.
0: So. um, You let them
1: know that. See, the bottom line is, and you put them, you put them in the situation of a buyer, Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: you say, if you have two houses side by side, and one is completely done, it's beautiful, and they're asking three hundred thousand for it, or five hundred thousand, or whatever price. Say five hundred thousand. They're asking five hundred thousand for this house, and right next door it is the exact same house, and It needs a total gut, every window, every wall, every floor, every, every, the roof, the air conditioner, the water heater, kitchens, bathrooms, everything needs to be done. And it's going to take $200,000 to get it to the same quality that one is. Would you buy that one for 300,000 and take, you know, six, seven months and put $200,000 into it? Or would you just buy the one that's done and move right in? Right. right. Why would you? Why would you go through all that aggravation? Plus, everyone knows once you start rehabbing a house, all kinds of stuff happens that you don't count on.
0: Well, I, and I 100% see where you're coming from. Now let's let's position this from the agent that's about to list it. How can she overcome those obstacles? How can she give them the, 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 the positive of why someone might want to do that? How can she sell it to someone? Like, instead of buying that because house. Because they're making money, down, money on it. They're going to flip and money make money. It. money. So that's it all amazing. comes down just like anything else that we talk about in real estate. It's pricing it right. What, you know, what's, yeah. It, yeah and the thing it right. of it
1: is, there's no end user that's going to buy a house. End user mean owner occupant somebody mm-hmm. that, that you can't mortgage it. It's going to be an investor. No,
0: it's going to be an investor. And right. the That's only way
1: an investor is going to do it is if they make money. Right. And the bigger the project, the more money they're going to have to make. So, and, and, one-
0: and, and, and a lot of, uh, I mean, if you're obviously, if you're dealing with guys that know their stuff, reputable or whatever, they're they they, they going to know, the, they're going to run their numbers. They're going to oh, know yeah. whether it's worth and to them know, or not. I, right. That's why this, you don't even have to try. Right. Well, <clears throat> but- Wait well, go a minute. Ahead. What you're, your going to have to
1: tr- you're going to have to try. You are gonna have numbers in order to get in order to get the yeah, price yeah,
0: yeah. on it. Yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't. And, uh...
1: you, and you need to. You need to know some ballparks. But well, here's what perfect. I was going to say some, about some people, to those cru- some people have their own. Some people have their own crews, and it costs them a lot less. Some yeah. people hire it out; it's going to cost them a lot more. So, what it costs one person won't cost what you. I, you I, know, some people do it on their yeah. own.
0: What I meant to say is, you don't have to do their job for them. All right. You got to just market the property, yeah. price it right, and sell it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You're a realtor, right? Yeah. If so, you want to learn all that have. other stuff, you can, right? Yeah. And but, you will. Right, and you will. Um. So go ahead if you, ha- if you were you so your So what thought. I
1: was going to say is um, when you have a house that you're marketing to investors, investors are freaking vultures. Yes. They will send you blind offers, meaning they'll never see the property hoping you'll take it off. And then once they get into it, they're going to uh, beat you up all over again. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to write right in the listing agreements, no blind offers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, uh, and and so that by law, so the law states that you have to present all offers. Our listing agreements say that if you check the box, you don't have to present verbal ones because they allow you not to. And then once an offer is accepted, you don't have to present anymore because they allow you not to. Also include one that you're not going to accept any blind offers, that any investor that wants to make an offer on this property has to see it first.
0: Well, would you... Correct, and then
1: have and then have an inspection period of you know uh, well, five days.
0: Well, even better. If, and, and and I'm I'm. This is a question. Obviously, what if uh, Mary Jo agent puts in there uh, no blind offers, and also inspections need to be done prior to accept offer acceptance.
1: And there's no utilities on.
0: And and no utilities on if there's no utilities on, but that's that's to, that's the seller's right and the agent's right that's to right. do that for the seller, right? So that you that's can say, right. hey, listen, we're not having an inspection period. You you have the right. We'll let you inspect it prior to your offer, prior to offer uh, acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You know, I would uh, you know to cover legally, um, give them a couple days time frame. Yeah. You, you know, because some here's the reason. Sometimes um some the larger investors, the institutional investors, they have their headhunters come out and find the properties and then they send out their crews to give the the um the price value on it. Right. So uh so before we accept your offer, you better coordinate that because we're only going to keep it off the market for you for three days.
0: You know, and those guys are fast. You know yes, what I mean? They They're not messing fast. around. Yeah. No, right. So, you know, I've, I've been in that right. situation so, and usually right. the guy who's inspecting the, the guy that they send out, not the headhunter who found the property, mm-hmm. but the guy that they send out to inspect it, he's part of the crew, uh, right. from right. my experience, right. he knows. Right. So he's, he, he directly, usually right then and there, right. if you, if you build a rapport with him and you're there and you show up to the inspection, which I recommend everyone does at least when they're new. Right. Yeah. Um, Uh, uh, or maybe forever. I don't know. I like being a part of everything. Yeah. You know, I like knowing what's going on if it's my listing, but, um, you know, those guys can pretty much, I've had them show up and go, they're there for five minutes. They're like, there's no way. I'm not even going to waste my time. And then on the same property, a different investment guy. I'm going to tell you,
1: I had a property, it's my property. Um, and I was, I, I bought it wholesale and, um, I wasn't, I, I was going to sell it without doing anything. I flipped it without doing anything. And I had people that come through and said, this is a total burn down. This is a total demolish. I had somebody come in and said, this is just what I'm looking for. (laughs) So yeah, that's something. See,
0: that's, I
1: can make it my way. Good bones here. Yeah. Don't,
0: we don't, don't even need to add nothing to that. That says everything right there. Just like we said earlier, you don't know what someone else is thinking. Mm-mm. One person's trash is another person's treasure. That's like right. All these exactly. things, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't assume anything. Mm-hmm. You no, know, just market it, sell it, mm-hmm. do your job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With that said, all right, let's go back to the investment property scenario. Okay, pricing the property, and uh, just correct me. I'm going to say, what if Mary Jo agent? She looks at the other. <laughs> No, not not the you know what it would sell after it's done. But she looks at other area uh, properties in the market similar to this one. Hopefully, if maybe she can find someone that are you know uh, sister properties to this one, but if not, similar properties that are also uh, rehabs and investor properties and being sold as investments, recent solds, ones that are active, and she uses those to kind of help her determine how to price this property or if she sees okay well this one sold two blocks over as and it's very similar to this needed everything done no Would she use that as a yeah. cop similar you know what it i mean it doesn't
1: need everything done i mean you have to find out you that's what you have to do is pinpoint what everything is right it had windows
0: mm-hmm.
1: it didn't it, it it had a usable kitchen it had you know usable well, we're talking on,
0: hy- we're talking hypothetical here
1: yeah okay so, so it depends on well if there is one a comp that it was similar and didn't wasn't a total but well, you had said total you had said total rehab for this so, property
0: yeah for her okay. for, for the one yeah in this all scenario. right so
1: right. so so now we're not talking the same thing so if you have a total rehab if it was a total rehab like you said then to find another total rehab will be difficult if it was just a if it was just a rehab, an investor special and needed a lot of work, which is different than a total rehab, you know, that's the difference. A lot of people, a lot of people think it needs a total rehab because it's, you know, disgustingly filthy. Yeah. I had a house like that. I bought a house once that everybody said it was a total rehab and these, it was so nasty, dirty, and there was, you know, an inch thick of dog hair all over everything. The walls, the appliances, everything. And I paid somebody, it cost me $600 to clean it. Yeah. And there was, it was nothing wrong.
0: You know, Luna Vista was like that, my house.
1: When you bought it? Yeah, it yeah. was filthy.
0: But I had a guy come in and the tile was like black.
1: Yeah. But it looked
0: brand new after I had it professionally right. cleaned. Saying. It was mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful little house. Yeah. And that's why I got a deal on it.
1: Yeah. everyone saying.
0: passed it by because yeah. it's
1: dirty yeah that's right so and people will call that a rehab so really I mean, that's that that's that yeah wow okay but that's what the you know and even the one that said it needed to be torn down it mm-hmm. smelled like smoke in it and it had it had some cracked tile and nasty carpet and old furniture that was beat up inside of it so anyways it's crazy um Hmm. but uh so when you say a complete rehab you know there's that communication thing what do you mean by complete rehab because when i hear a complete rehab and what other people say is a rehab or an investor special all those are different so to try to find a house that's exactly the same Hmm. on anything that needs a lot of work is you know fairly impossible no no i shouldn't say that and here's the reason there's a here's largely the reason that I found out just since the crash, actually never used to be this way um, because there's so many investors and because there's so many people sending those. Let me buy your house stuff that the majority of the stuff that we find on the MLS isn't the majority of the stuff that we find on the MLS has been uh, does isn't a total rehab uh, might not be totally updated. But not not, you know, disgusting because those houses sometimes get sold off market Mm -hmm. and they're not on that. So I guess to answer your question, if the seller says, here's one, this one sold at blah, 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 you have to say, well, that one has a this and that one has a that and this one has, you know, that much square foot more or this one has that much square less and this one has blah, blah, blah. And you have to you have to weed it back and forth to say it's not comparable. That's not yeah. apples to apples. Yeah. And that one's owned by somebody that moved in. That's an owner occupied property. There's no way this one's going to be an owner occupied property. So yeah. it depends on who your end user is going to be. Who's going to buy this? If it's going to be somebody that's going to eventually fix it up for themselves, but it can mortgage and they're going to move in, they're going to pay a heck of a lot more than an investor who has to make a profit. Right. So all of, those, all of those arguments come to play on many, almost every um, listing that you're going to price. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through one by one on the comps you know that they're seeing out there. And say yeah. the reason why this one is better or worse or superior or inferior or the amenities that it has that this one doesn't, the updates this one has that this one doesn't. So that's what you why you have to know your product very well.
0: Do the same rules apply as far as uh, distance and how far you're stretching out?
1: Yeah, yeah, in the market. Uh, um, more along the lines of <clears throat> the value of the neighborhood. So if you have, you know, less than a thousand square foot home, homes area, and the one you have is a thousand square feet, and the other thousand square foot home that you have is in an area of a thousand square feet to 1,500 square feet, your thousand square feet is going to be the lower so that other neighborhood is going to bring the value up just because it's the lesser. And- On the other neighborhood, between 750 square feet and 1,000 square feet, even though it's still 1,000 square feet, it's going to be the best one in the neighborhood. The rest of the neighborhood is going to bring it down in value. So um, appraisers go out. They try to stay in the same neighborhood. They don't try to find comps. They try to stay in the same neighborhood if you have, and then they add and subtract for valuations of conditions and things like that. But if you're going to try to find a house that sold in the same condition and you have to go out you have to stay in the same type of neighborhood because if one neighborhood is full of rentals and the other one isn't, you get, that's not apples to apples. You can't do that. Yeah. And you have to, uh, you have to be able to explain to them why you can't do that. I mean, you can do that if you want, but it's, it's not, it's your argument is invalid. It's not a sound argument.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, this now we're talking about real stuff. I, I, we, I could, we could talk for another couple more hours, seriously. Um, but we're not going to to.
1: call at five. Yeah. And I have to run over to a meeting here shortly. So we'll wrap this up, but we can talk, if you want to talk pricing things the next time, that's a, that's a big, 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 big topic. So, or whatever you, whatever, whatever you want to do.
0: Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, uh, I was going to say if we could wrap this up now and then I can bend your ear for five more minutes before yeah. I let you go. All yeah. right. Was there anything you would like to add to today's discussion no, before I we go? That
1: was, no, I think that was good.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I would say the moral of uh, the moral of the story today or the, the, the theme of the day is uh, you know, um Uh, don't, don't, don't be so hard on yourself, man, you know, and take action and, uh, you know, think big big and work on the little things now. So they don't compound and become big things later, you know, and, and take little steps each day, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. You know, that's my new favorite, by the way, yeah. I've got two favorites and there's, these are sayings I've got three, but the third one's for me, I got <laughs> two, um, that I've trying to say multiple times to myself throughout the day. Um, other. it's, uh, it, it's, um, and I play with these, I, I, I do them back and forth, like, uh, ain't the word, but, um, it's, um, my, uh, my reality is determined by my thoughts. Or I'll say my thoughts determine my reality oh, mm-hmm. or my thoughts are constantly determining my reality. Pretty much. I just uh, play on words back and forth, yeah. meaning, okay. Be careful and, what you think. Careful how I'm thinking. Right. And yeah. it's, and it's, and, and, so I'll say that yeah. one and I'll say also Listen, along, along, that's along the when, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say <clears throat> when you slip, mm-hmm. which you will, yeah. everybody does. Yeah. And you think in something, Think it all the way through, mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, I'm back at it." Yeah, but
0: don't yeah. kick yourself it's okay. doing
1: it. Yeah, it's, okay. okay. it's, okay. you know? it's okay. It's right. okay. It's okay.
0: It's okay. It's okay. I like that one, by the way. Um, but that's where that kind of comes from, and it's uh, it's that that's just uh, not business, not personal, everything. So throughout yeah. the day, hey, hey, listen, remember, Eric. You know, my thoughts determine you know my yeah. reality. Meaning my attitude and, and everything your feelings right. your emotions right. your state right. so yeah. so if something happens or someone cuts me off and I'm angry for a second hey remember my thoughts determine my reality yeah
1: but don't, be you know, be okay that's be what i'm okay. saying yeah. be be like angry it. for a second mm-hmm. be angry for a second say okay that cloud came and went okay i'm a, i'm back
0: that cloud i, I like it. that
1: don't deny it
0: yeah yeah so you're human 100% so okay. my, my thoughts are determining my reality and Rome wasn't built in a day, Yeah, you know, and that one is a huge one. It's been one of my favorites for the longest time. I think it's up on my social media or whatever, but yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day because that applies to, it can apply to everything, everything, uh, everything that we talked about today, these little, you know, uh, protect yourself from burnout and how to yeah. gradually uh, uh, create a new habit or start a new habit or stop yeah. something or you know Rome right. right. wasn't built in a day just if you know right. if you didn't figure it all out today yeah a
2: little you could, bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah you're good man <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: cool so all right I'm going to don't don't hit uh don't turn off your your all mic right. uh when we close all
1: right so till next time
0: till next time